Hi, Mama. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow, and whether you're celebrating with your partner or not, I hope you make it a day where you get to choose something for yourself. And I'm not talking about a gift or flowers or chocolates. Those are all very nice if you do receive them tomorrow. I'm talking about the love that you are showing yourself every single time you allow yourself to see the choice that's available to you in every situation you find yourself in. So let's dive in to today's episode. Hi, Mama, and welcome to Stay Up Full Motherhood. Do you want to be present with your kids and light yourself up pursuing your passion without adding more to your plate? Are you tired of waiting for one day when to finally have time for you? Are you sick of making decisions dictated by your to-do list and still struggling to get it all done? I'm Jo, mum of three and life coach for stay-at-home mums, and I spent seven years telling myself everything else had to get done first before I could start the blog I'd always wanted. I believe there just wasn't enough time for me, and that even if there was, I'd struggle to have the energy and focus to do it anyway. Until I found a way to stop being busy doing all the things and instead prioritise getting what matters done. And now I'm sharing what I've learned with you. So take a deep breath in, remind yourself you're worth the effort and breathe into your knowing that you are capable of everything you decide you want for yourself. Let's go. So most of us as busy stay-at-home mums are telling ourselves that if we only had time, then we'd have more freedom and more choice. Because if we had more time, then we'd be able to do what we want to do and we'd be able to be the person we want to be. So I'm talking here about the person you want to be alongside being a mum, whether that's someone who's following the creative pull you feel in your body or following that desire to start a business, there's that certain thing that you know you're longing for right now that niggles at you and doesn't seem to ever just go away. Something that's part of who you are and is really determined to be heard over all the noise and all the chaos that often comes with raising a family. But we generally don't listen to this part of ourselves. We continue to react on autopilot to our circumstances ignoring the fact that we either suspect very strongly or we know from past experience that we can actually create our days with intention rather than jumping from one thing to the next and putting out one fire after the other. And so every time we tell ourselves that things will be different once all the kids are all in school, we are not being very loving towards ourselves. And we know this because there's that little flinch inside that indicates to us that lack of time is not the reason why we're not doing what we want to do. It's not just because the kids are acting feral right now or just because the other half is away working a lot right now or just because the babysitter moved away. That little flinch or that small sense of something being off is you knowing that you are betraying yourself in a way by telling yourself this. It's you knowing that the only way things are ever going to change is if you change something in you about how you see yourself and how worthy you feel you are of investing your own time in you. Because the truth is that we must first know what we want to do with our time in order to create that time in our days for ourselves. 
And to be able to know what we want to do, we must first be who we want to be. The being must come first, not the space in the schedule as we think, because any space that magically appears can obviously be filled by you in an instant by any number of tasks you don't really have any desire to do, but probably are just believing that you should. The being must come first. So to give you an example here, I have wanted to cook tasty, healthy food for myself and my family since my oldest was born almost 11 years ago. This is still something I'm working on now. I'm not yet seeing myself as someone who is able and willing to cook decent food. I am always, always looking for the quick, convenient way out of investing the time that it will take to learn to buy and prepare and cook food in a different way. And I have invested a lot of money in those quick fixes quick fixes over the years. Now, there's nothing wrong with that if this works for you, but this is just not something that's sustainable for me. A practitioner I'm working with right now advised me to start drinking some different herbal teas. So my first question was, okay, where can I buy them? And he offered to me, I want you to try making them yourself first. And I felt that this was a very fair point because how can you possibly know the value of something if you've never given yourself the opportunity to experience it? We have to be willing to try on that new role, in this case, tea maker, to see if it's something we want to continue to value, to find out if it's worth the time investment and the energy investment for us, to find out if we get pleasure from it that we perhaps hadn't expected. What if this becomes a ritual for me that I grow to love? We can't know any of this unless we're willing to try. But before we try, we have to first have that tiny bit of belief that this is someone we see ourselves to be. We have to have made a decision that this is who we are, who we see ourselves to be, at least for right now in this next half tea making hour. Now, before you go thinking that this means you have to change your whole being and fix all the things in you that you think need fixing... All this is, is actually just making a decision. The same way you made the decision to be a good mum before you became a mum. The same way you decided to be a driver before you got behind the wheel of a car. And the same way you decided you could do the job you had in that career you loved before you ever went in for that interview. That belief was there in your mind first You were being in your body before it even happened. The being always comes first. So when I was a brand new coach, there came a point where I decided I was no longer learning how to become a coach. And that was the same moment that I stepped into being an excellent coach. It was this decision that enabled me to start helping mums the way I wanted to. I didn't wait for time to pass to become an excellent coach. And again, when I did another certification last year to become a time hacker coach, I decided I was an excellent group coach before I did my first group coaching call. 
My thoughts, of course, first went to, I really need to put in more time as a one-on-one coach first, perhaps a couple more years, and then I'll be ready to coach groups. But as I keep reminding you all on here, I keep reminding myself, the brain is always going to offer everything it can to keep us safely stuck in the same place we are right now. Nothing has gone wrong. We don't have to choose to listen to our brains when this happens. Just like we can, of course, forgive ourselves for thinking that something outside of ourselves is what determines anything for us, whether that's the passing of time or someone else telling us we're good or bad at something. Don't forget that's exactly how we were raised and how we were schooled. We were just never taught to decide for ourselves who we are. But we get to choose to do that now as adults and as stay-at-home mums who are running our own homes and our own schedules. We want to remind ourselves of this often because when we forget our ability to choose, we're telling ourselves that we're helpless, that our days truly are dictated by something or someone else. And that is simply not true. I will never forget how impactful this one sentence was for me that I heard when I was living with my first roommate in Chicago. So her friend from the apartment downstairs, she came up and knocked on our door pretty early one Saturday morning and I told her that my roommate wasn't home. And she said to me, oh, that's okay. She's probably just out getting a day started. And that simple sentence has stuck with me ever since because Even though I didn't feel I was living that way at the time, it resonated in my body as a truth in that moment. We all always have the power to create our days with intention, not just roll from one thing into the next in reaction to whatever's happening around us. We can get our day started slowly and with intention if we choose to. Yes, it might mean getting up a little earlier, it might not, But is this someone you want to be? What would you want to create for yourself with a slower start? Do you want a morning routine? If you're telling yourself you just don't have time for that, ask yourself if that is really true. Is it possible to have, for example, a one minute meditation practice? I know that it is because I sit on my cushion every morning before I reach for my phone And I fix my eyes on one spot on the wall for one minute and I bring myself back to my breath in those 60 seconds over and over again. That's it. Another example, if you want to start journaling but think it'll take just too much time, can you deliberately choose to write less than you think you should? What's wrong with one intention for the day or one affirmation that you want to offer yourself? Is that really lacking or less impactful somehow? No, I always remember it this way. If you want to be a writer, then be a person who writes. You get to decide that for yourself always, as long as you never ignore your power to choose. Okay, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like coaching on where you are not yet seeing your power to choose, and if you'd like my help with creating what you want for yourself, sign up for a free discovery call at my website, joyfulmamacoaching.com. So that's joyful with two L's, M-A-M-A. 
Okay, it's time for me to go dance in the kitchen to this week's song, which is Take a Chance on Me by ABBA. I hope you'll go play it and dance to it too. Till next Tuesday, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.